Good morning and welcome. It's We Are Live, live from St. Louis Grand Center in the Midcoast studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information. I am Chris Denman, excited to be here. We've got Make It Races today, the great American race. Uh, gyrating to my left is the intern. His name is Tommy Mosslander Third. How's it going? We'll get to your fair or foul, everything else. Uh, first, let's say hi to Travis Shrell in Brooklyn, New York. Good morning, Travis. Namaste. Mm, what's up with that? Namaste in bed. <laughs> He's live from a random bodega in Brooklyn, New York. Travis, what's up, man? Why are you namaste? It's what we do. We get up in the mornings here in New York. We all have yoga classes on top of our rooftops in Brooklyn. And then uh, we greet the world with peace. Namaste. What's your favorite yoga pose? Great question. <laughs> uh, the 360 Jordan Slam. <laughs> not a thing. Giggling. You can do a lot of yoga, do you, Demon? Uh, I could name three poses, and I just I'm I'm happy that you pumped the brakes on that. I was hoping you would say like um, uh, baby dog or something like that, right? I like, don't. Uh, sun. <laughs> Sun spiral kitty cat. It's like I was hoping you'd have a little more of a thing, but you went NBA Jam on it. I'm okay with that. I don't. Uh, I don't do yoga, but I'm not going to pretend like I do on a live podcast. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Sociology. Oh, just tell us more truths about stealing from your grandmother. And... <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Leave me alone. Those kind of endearing <laughs> stories to the public. Tell us. Tell us about that. Last night I watched the blues with my grandpa. We had a jolly good time while we were packing up my grandma's dishes. Mm. <laughs> is terrible uh starting off the day uh right is what i'll say we've already got comments damn right off the bat zing <laughs> matt uh you guys if you're uh, if you're tuning in be sure to hit that share button or you don't love us how about that how about that for oh, boundaries and personal space uh tech oh, electronics good. makes this studio possible these mics this camera travis's connection all the amazing stuff we get to use thanks to Tech Electronics. Thank you, Vanna. I appreciate that. We've got Tommy showing off everything. Uh, joining us in studio, the curator of streams, the agitator of the general public, Christopher Melhouse Gardner. Good morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen in St. Louis. Good morning, elitists. My fellow in Brooklyn. Nice. And good morning, Walnut. Mm, Don't what what what? Come on, Chris. Don't be a buddy boo. Wait. Yeah, don't be what he just said. Oh no! Don't change it up. Uh Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Okay. Sorry, my arms are just so skinny I can barely lift them anymore. You know how that goes, Trav. It's from a lack of <laughs> If I can bring mine up, you can bring yours up. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Tommy let me know um, he was cutting down on the booze which uh, is smart, but he also said he's also cutting out sugar as he buried his paw into a bag of donuts and uh, cracked open a a Gatorade that contains no less than 30 grams of sugar uh, in each serving. Uh, Tommy, not that you like being the center of attention, nor do you feel like you deserve it. I know you're a humble guy. I I know you're a humble guy. I feel like you do these contradictory things so you can lead off the show. I can't let it go, and uh, you know no, how like, it's okay. like it's like a sound I hear in the background. I gotta I gotta hone in on it, mm-hmm. Travis. Uh, you've left your ways here, and uh, so, he's taken over your diet. Orange drink and donuts. What That's I right. what I meant by like I'm cutting back on all that stuff is like I, I quit eating fast food. 
uh, which was a really big problem for me. I would eat it three or four times a day just because that was the quickest thing to eat. Uh, but it was fast, would you say? It's, yeah, no, it was, it's, it's pretty quick unless you're in a McDonald's drive through and then it's like, it's just food. Uh, but mm-hmm. like, right. I would just buy it and then that would be all I ate in the day is fast food. But I've been going home and cooking more, cooking a lot more fish. It's got heavy protein, maybe bulk Ooh. up a little. Uh, oh. But this morning I, like I grabbed it. some donuts because I was hungry. It's okay, ate, man. You ain't, you, first of all, Tommy, don't feel like you ever have to prove anything in regards to your diet to anyone that's currently in that studio. Well, he, I mean, all he right? stated directly he wouldn't be ingesting exactly what he was ingesting. So as a human... Well, you stated directly that notes. you was going to be able to dump by two the, summers The problem ago. is when you use that as an example, you can't talk about it. You know how I can't talk about being black because I've never done it? Bitch, you've never dunked. Stop trying to bring it up, bro. It ain't your well, thing, man. You're the man. one who brought it Stay up in my lane. You're the one who always tells everybody, hey, man, back in the day, I used to be that guy that went against Ben Hansborough, and I blocked his shot in <laughs> at the Farmington know. Civic no, Center. I don't we know. took on the cops Travis, you're from, waking up salty, you know, man. Bonner. You're waking up salty. Yeah. I, I, I don't know mm. what's going on. Is that fridge behind you empty? Are you out of food? What's going on? Nice, salty. I'm just saying, like, I'm very happy that Tommy is taking control of his diet. And but he's not. I think you should be encouraging. <laughs> encouraging? If you say, I'm done killing hookers, and then you snap a hooker's neck in front of me, I'm not going to believe you. That's a little bit of an extreme. No, a, I think that's, that's your other specific. thing you were Guys, telling me about. That's a specific example he just gave. Our, yeah. And then I, a, weird you, a weird twist. A weird twist as well. That's right? just admitting a crime, possibly. Yeah, Do you that could be. sex workers? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not legal in Missouri, and they need to take their wares elsewhere. On the show today, we'll have fair or foul. Uh, great topic. Uh, spurned by Travis. He was, Travis. Maybe that should be our. Maybe that should be the melee today. Does Murders. Chris kill sex workers? <laughs> yes. If I tried, or no. If I tried to be a serial killer, I'd get my ass kicked by a, like a, a really strong sex worker. It'd be really embarrassing. I'd show up with a disfigured nose. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, well, mm. tried to start my serial killing. Mm-mm. Didn't go so well. I've been going to the gym. That's been cool. Gym who? Good for like you, who? Tommy. A guy named Jim's house? No. Like, See, look uh, at that. See, that's like, what I'm talking about. That's some hater shit right there, man. Thank you, Support man. your he's fellow drinking, intern, man. He's drinking nectar of sugar. Yeah. As you he's know, saying, he's not I, drinking sugar. I go to the gym. I need something to back up. I, I got those you. electrolytes. Just burning that glucose. I, create, I get it. I have a home I'll gym I'll stand now. down. Do you? Uh, yeah. Oh, flex. No. Did you steal that from your grandma? <laughs> Did she think that it's look, in a look. different room? <laughs> Does she think it's in a You're different room? A little bit. From your mama? <laughs> oh, I got a little weight bench with a bunch of like eight pound weights. You got a little Tommy bench? Yeah. <laughs> Can we get some video of this? <laughs> I, I mean, actually, we I'll should, send you, we I'll should make a Tommy workout video. I'll send you, I'll send you a pick of oh, me, gosh. pump an iron. Yeah, do that and explain to us what you're, we'll do it like yeah. a workout video. Put an like a headband on or something. I, I tried starting with like a 20 Tommy. pound weight and can't do that. Tommy, don't do that. Don't yeah, do it. Tommy, back out of this quick. Travis, Tommy, back out immediately. Don't do it. I'm out. Travis is speaking okay. from experience, it seems. <laughs> no, I don't want. I don't want. I want Tommy to go at his pace. I want him to actually get healthier. And I know that Chris will turn this into something incredibly competitive and drive Tommy up the wall, and he'll end up breaking his own back. He'll find a way to monetize it for the so summer. When? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Tommy, when yeah, did, you do you. Just, when, it's about you getting healthy. Not no one else. Doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, Chris, do you want to get healthy with me? 
Oh, no, don't do trying, that. Buddy. Don't, don't well, invite Chris like, into it. Okay, I can send over. I can send over weight to you. Well, Travis, what I need to do is I need to gain weight, and he needs to lose weight. So right. we could work together. Classic buddy comedy scenario. Thanks, Trav. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. You guys can make Everybody that work. I'm sure. At, at, we could just say that we're. Uh, it's my lesbian friend, Tommy, and <laughs> hey, and there's hey, our diversity. Hey, there's our diversity. I don't look like. A, a lesbian anymore. You could play. I could. could I play. probably could. You're yeah. right. You can give an experience. When was the last time you did some cardio? Who? Uh, me? You. Tommy or me? Both of you guys. Yesterday. Yeah. I. I uh, what's What'd you do? Name? What'd you both do? What does cardio count as? Two what miles in Tower Grove Park. One running. What does cardio count as? You did a mile running? Go F yourself, pal. What have you done in the last five months? I saved Rushmore. Ooh. Look at Chris Dedman. He's walked all over New York. Not really. Just from That's wherever true. he works to That's wherever true. they sell hot Cheetos. That's, ugh. All right. Doritos? Some hater shit, man. <laughs> What's gotten into you? When did I you become such a hater, man? There's no haters. I'm just mad. Uh... You used to be a cheerleader, but now here you are just a hater. Is that what happens when you get older? He, You're older he, than me. The burp. The birthday's coming man. up, and here you are. Just I'm a ways a away. I'm a ways away, man. You are so he's, much older than me. You can't see it from here, but he's got a bald spot growing in the back. So, it's terrible. Oh, is there? <gasps> is there one? Doesn't feel like it. How are we looking? Oh. Chris, come on over. <laughs> I was come on over, Chris. One. Well, that's a cowlick. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I don't think I'm quite there yet. We'll get to it. Encourage Fair or foul Tommy. today. It's important that we encourage Tommy. <laughs> St. Louis is just a baseball town. That is your topic. St. Louis is just a baseball town inspired by Travis Terrell's, um, boy, needling of, uh, of his Twitter feed, our listeners, everyone else over the last few days. We did have another uh, person, one off me, my guy Steve again. He's an out-of-towner. He loves Travis's uh, analysis but feels you don't always deliver in the most uh, effective manner, but the thought he loves. I don't the yell thought. like Stephen A. Or mm, you do I, yell. I need to get more Stephen A. A little bit. <laughs> People believe you more when you do that. Uh, for yeah. your prize, we'll do ten dollars to Southtown Pub. You can use that tonight. We've got a huge comedy show. Our friend T.K. Kelly writes for Tosh Point oh, Travis, you can give him some pointers when he's on the show in the next few days. Uh, he's part of All Things Comedy. He's headlining tonight, the great Nathan Orton. Our friend Kendra Jones will be on the show. Meredith Hopping, a young woman by the name of Sue Ra coming in from New York City is on there as well. And the great Steve Pace. So it's going to be a very fun show tonight. 8 o'clock, Southtown Pub is uh, doors. We'll probably get going 8.15 or so. Karaoke after. Wow. Join us tonight at Southtown Pub pub everybody gonna i'm gonna be, be there time. i'm gonna be there i'm gonna sing karaoke you're gonna show up late you gotta yeah. show up funny bone tonight yeah i'm gonna come after my show i'm gonna do some karaoke i'm gonna do all of the talking heads stop making sense oh the so entire gonna, okay yeah, every all of those songs all right so we can do that so your prize today for fair foul ten dollars to a st louis establishment Southtown pub travis are you proud of yourself for inspiring today's fair foul Absolutely. I'm glad I struck a chord with St. Louisans because when St. Louisans needed to explain what else St. Louis is, no one could come up with an answer. So I think that's good. I think I now that the city an knows that they're... What was your answer again, Tommy? Uh, medical and schooling. 
education, medical and schooling, education and healthcare, education and healthcare. So yep. considering that was the fallback in which the city fell on, according to Tommy, education and medical, I think, again, it illustrates my point that St. Louis is indeed just a baseball town. Gardner? make any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aviation is another one. That's, that's uh, also, a good point. Also, Boeing, Boeing, isn't Boeing here still? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's another example. Just because they're not entertainment things, Travis. Or, uh, if you want to no, know. I, no, I'm not saying they have to be entertainment okay. things. All right. But I mean, those are significant. At all. And those are way more significant to the economic structure of St. Louis than anything the Cardinals do. Um, it's not even close. Um, so, and the Forest Park is much more of a dominant uh, force in terms of economics for St. Louis. Than How many any... people go to the zoo every summer? Well, here, here's what I looked at. I, got to the zoo. I looked at, uh, I believe it was the St. Louis Regional Chamber though. that puts out projections each year for um, uh, direct impact and indirect impact economically from different divisions or X, whatever it might Z. be. For the Cardinals, I believe last year they had projected of direct economic impact, just over $160 million for the city. That's that's not enough for New York. They wouldn't take that. Let's take in indirect, too, you know, like hotels and stuff like that. Then it became over $330 million. From the Cardinals? From the Cardinals. Now you look at Forest Park, and I believe they classified as like the zoological and museum district is how they explain it, Travis. At least that's how they kind of group it. Forest Park direct money... Direct money is over five hundred and thirty million dollars. I couldn't find indirect uh, with that from one. a park system. Yeah, from just from Forest Park alone, and it's over twelve million visitors to Forest Park each year. Holy sheesh! So I mean, there's. It just depends on how you classify. I know what Travis is trying to say because it's not necessarily necessarily about money, and I'm making that example right now. It's how you view yourself in your perspective. So that's different. But that but does play a role in it. You, I, yeah, it does play yeah. a role in it, certainly. Yeah. It's just, but I think my thing is like, like when you say take away something that's, you know, it, it, we know baseball is a major part of the identity of St. Louis and how, they view, and how we view ourselves. Sports in general, actually, which is why the Rams mm-hmm. thing was such a big deal because St. Louis mm-hmm. considers itself a sports town. That's how they view themselves. Um, right. But it's hard to... It's, I guess, hard to kind of project what you're saying there, to, like when you say take away baseball, because to me that's kind of like, all right, what is Venice, Italy without canals? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, just because that's an identity, or at least what my perspective is of a place like that. What is Omaha without stakes? You know? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't have the knowledge to be able to dive into it. So that's my thing. I think the frustration with our try, mu- our mutual trying funds, to debate right? it with you is just that I mean, it's, there's no way to predict. It's a way so, to... It's just something, something organically normally happens, right. and then your identity changes. That's happened to St. Louis it, it, over its and, history. And I think, right. I think you're exactly right. I think if people's response to the Rams leaving uh, would have been you know, turning to, say, the gym of St. Louis, like Forest mm-hmm. Park, and saying, no, we're more than just the baseball town. Yeah. The thing is, when people reacted to the statement, we're more than just a baseball town, they didn't highlight the education. They didn't highlight the hospitals. They didn't highlight Forest Park. Mm-hmm. They waited until the St. Louis Blues made the Stanley Cup finals and illustrated that they were more than just a baseball town. Yeah. So it shows that St. Louisans are indeed attached 
two sports, well, in this case, you, baseball, in describing whether or not they're more than just a baseball town. Yeah, when, you follow, when you follow Cardinals fans that are also Blues fans, and that's a majority of your Twitter followers, that's, of course, a perspective you're going to get. But what about there, how many millions of dollars have been spent on branding and marketing? Sterling K. Brown ain't coming back to do those commercials highlighting the symphony for free, kids. Like, that's the... Uh, they do. You're right, like, but like, every time there's a marketing campaign centered around St. Louis, mm -hmm. guess who finds itself into the picture? Right. Bush Stadium and the St. Louis Cardinals. So I'm saying is you can we can try to run from it. We can bring in as many Sterling K. Browns and John Goodmans as we want, but every time we do do something that is talking about the identity of St. Louis, the St. Louis Cardinals still find its way to the forefront of that conversation. I would, I would just say that if someone were to argue with you and not bring up like Forest Park and other things like that, like if someone else is doing this, then they're, to me, missing out on a big part of St. Louis. Certainly. Because it's, it's obviously not in the front of their mind at that point then. Um, I was in Forest Park yesterday, wandering around, <laughs> went over the nice Victorian bridge they have in the kind of northeast corner there. He was looking for a way to get to the sewer. Actually, I think I found the second entrance to the River to Paris. Oh, Jesus. So it's just, you know, I, my girlfriend went with me this time. We, lift, we were lifting sewer lids in Forest Park yesterday. This does not end what, like, on, on what planet does this end with you, you know, meeting some oracle that says, I've been waiting for you. Carl. I don't know. Like, this doesn't, this ends with you tripping getting a gash in your it calf muscle ends. and Why? then it, you, it, you go septic before anybody can find Chris you. Chris Gardner, king of the sewer people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a a dream, a dream realized. It's, it's been my fate all along. Mm. You act like finding an interest to the river to bear is like getting into the temple of doom. Yeah. It's, it's no. like the, what you find is more poop. Like that's yeah. what oh, it's storm water, storm water. <laughs> Again, what is your obsession? Urine. I'm curious. I'm just fascinated by the engineering feat that was put on by this city back in the day. But don't you think there's a reason it's covered up? Yeah, because why don't you go on a brewery mm. tour? Like, there's some engineering. Oh, there you go. There. Hey, Tra uh -huh. Travis, what do you think of that? Let's, oh, you think the alcoholic on a brewery tour? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh -huh. and, and your little canals down there in the uh, in the cave. I am outraged. You don't think there's half-drink bottles of Ripple down there, pal? Yeah, I know what no, you're looking for. What if there's a monster? I know what you're looking for down there. What if there's a monster? There Tell is. Me, I don't know how to the answer monster, that. The monster. The monster. No, answer, was, <laughs> answer honestly. The I, monster was in I his said, heart all I know, along. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There could be a monster. It could eat you. I don't want to see you get eaten. All right. Could be where like. I don't want to see you getting eaten by the alcoholic monster. Yeah. It, it could, Ooh. It could be where the job, the Travis. St. Louis vampires live. For all we know. Could be. That's a roller hockey team in Carondelet. Is it really? No. All right. Could be. Should, I, should be. I announced a uh, roller derby competition once of course on you an did. old radio oh, station yeah. had, to go. had to go over to the east side and uh it was like women's roller derby. Oh, all right so it wasn't like mm. good I time i remember it the wasn't guy sanctioned was, the guy who was the promoter had a had a prosthetic leg and was very flamboyant mm. okay did he, he i skate? know a guy like that no did he skate how long ago was this this is probably oh, about God. seven years ago i'm not we'll talk about i think i know that guy Okay, we'll talk. We'll Tell talk us more of your show. hillbilly stories, hillbillies. Uh, what What are you doing this hey. weekend, Mister uh, <laughs> Mister Posh? Hey, yeah, hey, Cosmopolitan. <laughs> what do you have on tap, huh? <laughs> if you're, if we're all such a hill, such hillbillies, why do you care whether our town's a baseball town or not? Because I'm from there. Eh. Yeah, but you you don't act like it anymore, right? 
Is there oh, what do you mean? What what is what? How do I have to act to be from St. Louis, Tommy? Do I need to no, put on yeah. more cardinal fitted hats? Do I need to do more Nelly lyrics for you? Nah, while eating toasted down. raviolis, what will make you more co- comfortable? Uh, yes, all of those things. <laughs> Did you guys catch uh, Sterling K on the Last Lonely Island special? No, I haven't gotten Jamie Moyer's face to corner. I want to watch. I haven't it. had I a chance to watch it either. Is that hmm. the Jose Canseco thing? I've oh, heard mixed reviews, I so I haven't. That, yeah. yeah, I've heard yeah, they, mixed reviews, so I haven't sat down. Um, what about this? Uh, the concept for, looks very interesting. It yeah. looks pretty funny, so I have to check it out. Uh, another question, um, or I guess statement, Travis. Good luck uh, <laughs> battling this one. I saw on my uncle's T-shirt, St. Louis is a drinking town with a baseball problem. <laughs> what do you have to say now? Take a seat, huh? That's right. Okay. That's kind of, yeah, that's it. That's basically it. Now, based on that T-shirt, I'm going to uh, sue the city of St. Louis for turning me into now a recovering alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You can. I like yeah. that. What do you think? You know, why, why are you bringing this lawsuit? Well, T-shirt told me. That's I mean, true. this is how you sell yourself, St. Louis. Look what you did to me. Give me those 15 years back. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, we hey, you guys see my really cool uh, Michael Bay effect today? On my no. camera, look, it's like Starburst, but it's like a Transformer movie. Oh, this, no, it's like Island, the Island. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, see, how cool is that? Yeah, you guys didn't know I was gonna bring special effects to the show. What? Uh, what? Wow, a kitchen light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he's frozen. <laughs> hmm. Uh, we had a poll yesterday, we and uh, your mouth. it came down to the wire. I mean, this is a tough one. Gardner, this is near and dear to your heart. Do you want to hit us with the results from at We Are Live Radio yeah. on Twitter? The melee we were discussing, we touched on briefly a number of or one UFO story, one alien story, and asked the question, when dwelling on the universe, which of these is scarier to think? We're not alone or we're all alone. It's 52% to 48%. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, didn't think we'd be this uh, divided, huh? 52% were all alone. Wow. I agree. 50. You don't think anything's popping around, huh? Oh, that's no, scarier. No, that's My scarier mistake. to yep. think, yeah. Scarier to think, yeah. That we're all alone. Hey, one life, live it, baby. YOLO? I think it would yeah. be... Oh, okay. what so the 48% chest. is we're not alone. Yes, that that's would be scarier. Scarier to think. I guess it would be scarier if we weren't alone. I, I honestly think that because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's, that means we have no chance. Yeah. And we're not ever How do you get, know that? We're never going to get that sounds, that's, that in. That sounds just exactly like what white man would I'm say. Sorry. You don't even know what they can do and how they can help us as a society, but you're already afraid because you don't know what it is and you don't understand it. Tell, tell us more how that hasn't affected society over the last five and a half, six centuries. Mm. Oh, go ahead, Tommy. To, we, yeah, Tommy. Did you, Tommy just had a query. And we we glossed over troubled. something. He seemed quite troubled. Tommy, what was the issue you have with nothing Look, being out there? 
I, I mentioned the Galactic Senate. You said we're no, not going to get said, into the Galactic you, you Senate. Were, you sounded like your mom just told you Disney World's canceled because you got bad grades. And you said, then we won't be able to get into the Galactic Senate. <laughs> as if it was a troubling statement that you had to begrudgingly say out there. <sighs> Tommy never, He's right, though. He's right. He is right, and I have to say, I never looked at it that way before. So we're North Korea. I've got a of new... the universe. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah. Do you guys maybe, see that maybe, maybe Earth has sanctions against it. Yeah. And maybe we just don't realize. Maybe our behavior of late is, is why other species uh, and other galaxies haven't come forward to let them know that yeah. they exist because they've been watching our behavior and they're like, oh, I don't like that. I agree. Well, you know, that's, if, the like youth, that. if the youth would stop blaring rap music and pull up their pants, maybe we'd get a visit mm -hmm. from a respectable alien troop, huh? It's, it's, it's interesting he says that because a lot of uh, UFOologists believe and people who believe in the aliens, they oh, think... Oh, he's getting fired up. <laughs> one of the reasons... Keep going, baby. Like, we, they, we first started having, like, the big outburst oh, no. of UFO sightings in the 50s, late 40s uh -huh. because of the... Uh, tests they were doing in Nevada with the bombs and stuff, right? And so a lot of people think that the aliens came to visit us then to watch our tests and stuff. And then um, they've just kind of watched our progress and that, that we're not ready. Yeah, They don't think we are ready. We're a reality show for them. They're, they're watching our progress. The moon's a satellite. They're watching us as a reality All right, show. I got to tap out of All this. Uh, Seth in the comments. How you going to tap out? He's just speaking the truth. <laughs> I'm not ending up on the same list as you turned. <laughs> I'm not on a list. You yet. don't get to make that decision, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I'm Man. black. I'm on a bunch of lists. Yeah. <laughs> Even the blacklist with James Spader on yeah. NBC this fall. It's good, it's good uh, show. It's good show. Seth says, watch an episode of Maury and think to yourselves that we're the most advanced species out there. Uh, the great, uh, <laughs> the great Jamie Moyer's fancy foyer says, "You are not." <laughs> Chris looks like a Gee, guy that would be on that show. Wait, wait, what if we put Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader <laughs> on Maury, and hey. then it's, they do the paternity test, and it's he is not the father, and then it just blows the whole storyline <laughs> out of the water. Right, yeah. Darth Vader's sea walking around the room. But so I, was, I, thought, I, mean, I was who are you, who are you sleeping with? Who else was there? Jar Jar Binks. Like, and the, Darth Vader's then the bounty hunter comes out. from the yeah. audience. Yeah. 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 Jar Binks, guys. C-3PO. Are we the Indians and they're Christopher Columbus? Not good. Hashtag space whites. Well, yeah. Well, I well no, it's not quite that because, I mean, I believe we have a creator. It's just another species. From Yeah, like we're the experiment. I mean, look what, look what we <sighs> do to other animals and stuff. Yeah. Correct. So imagine what we do to killer whales and dolphins. Yeah. Look what they do to cows. Look, I'll tell you right now, we ain't going back to slaves. We will snitch. But my community, we are not going back to this slavery thing. No, so we will. We're going to throw a lot of people under the bus to really avoid Travis, that. We've done yeah. our time. And what about? I'm uh, sorry. I will tell y'all out. That's I part of. That would be part out. of reparations. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, about if they uh, if they had an earnest talk with you and they're like, Mr. Terrell, we've done some. Uh, we've ran the numbers. You've consumed intelligent species at a just a terrible rate your ent your entire life. They value pigs uh, because they're as intelligent, more intelligent as dogs in many senses, uh, senses of the way. Do you give up pig consumption to uh, form an alliance with the aliens, or do you say, uh-uh, stay off, we're going to battle? You're, uh, this is a real question. It, I think 
I think I would have to weigh the other technology they're bringing to the table. So right. if they you got to can help replace this delicious, like if they can help, animal. right? If they could, if they can help me with like my jump shot, if they can like give me a couple abs, mm-hmm. like I I would consider personally help you, up. not humanity. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. That's, well, if I, if he helps me grow back my hairline. Uh, things like that. I, I would strongly that's, you're just consider out, giving up pork. You're just out pointing out all the hiding places, like yeah, over there. Mm-hmm. As you run your fingers mm-hmm. through your look at that microbrewery. Like, go over there. They're probably under there. Some people think that the aliens aren't actually from space, but they're underground. Oh wow! Like in the journey to the center of the Earth type thing. Is that why you're like, trying okay. to keep me out of the river to bear tunnels? Caverns. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I've been to Merrimack Caverns. Uh, my dad was in an amateur bodybuilding competition there called yeah, the Caveman. He's not going to grease himself down. I went oh. to a cave that was supposed to be haunted in Missouri. Which one? I don't remember. But I got a picture of a ghost there. I'm sure you did. No, stop no, I really did. How are you bringing this up just yeah. now? I showed you that picture the day no. we met. Yes, did I you? did. Yeah, the day we met. Because so. we we, me, the day I met Gardner, it was my interview with Denman. And then I went outside oh, and I met him. Interview. And, they talked about ghosts. We talked about ghosts for like 25 minutes. Uh-huh. And so I, I know I brought up the well, picture of the ghost. Okay, well, we'll revisit this. How did this interview go? Did, did Chris just need somebody for lunch and he just started asking you random questions that had I, nothing to do with the job? I sat in this chair and he sat right there and he was like, hey, what do you think you can bring to the table? And I go, I think I can bring a lot to the table. I'm very professional in uh, the business went. side. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I work really hard. I'll do whatever you guys need uh, and then he, he kept going, wink. No, I didn't wink, do that at all. Doing that. I waited until later to do that. Uh, but now I'm here, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he is here, and he's here because of great businesses like Gateway Powder Coating, everybody. They're, uh, they uh, just posted a bunch of photos that we shared to our Facebook page, Gateway Powder Coating, fast, durable, affordable. If you're looking for maybe a metal decorations you want to hang up in your garage, they're making a, us a big metal sculpture that's going to have the We Are Live logo that's going to hang up in our studio. If you have metal and it needs touched up, you take it to Gateway Powder Coating. Check out gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. Big shout out to Mark and the fellas who are big blues supporters out uh, west of here. Uh, Travis Terrell. Good morning. Speaking of, hello. The Saint, how about those St. Louis Blues, huh? That's pretty crazy. I, I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. I, uh, I passed out, woke back up, and uh, I saw that I missed one of the most exciting moments yeah, in sports did. history. Yes, as you the, did. Uh, your, our, you were asleep? As you our, were asleep? As our, not your, St. Louis Blues win 3-2 in overtime uh, with just the most exciting type of win in sports uh, and you were asleep. Um, yeah. So with a shootout happening. What are you talking about, man? How much, How did you fall asleep during the Stanley Cup finals, Chris? It Look happens. at him. It happens. I'm a sleepy little bear. Mm. Hey. It's the Stanley Cup finals. The Blues haven't been here in 49 years, and you trying to sneak in a cat nap? Seems like it worked out. Seems like it worked out. Can't argue with that. Hmm? Don't argue the results, pal. Yes. The Blues? Uh, it was a gunner. Stunner. Yes, it was. <laughs> you guys want to see that goal? Uh, yeah, as long yeah, as the yeah, NHL yeah. gave us expressed written consent. Uh, we don't need that. Nice. Yeah, show us that, Gardner. We got uh, press passes. Here's your goal. That's right. Not that either. That's the Cardinal. No. Oh.
They've got Sundquist set up at the opposite circle. Across to Gunnarsson, the shot, he scores! The Blues win it in overtime and have evened the series! Unbelievable. Carl Gunnarsson, who hit the post in the third period, this time gets the net. Patrick Maroon goes out to pick up the straight puck, kicking it along and saving it as a souvenir for Gunnarsson, who has staked his team to an even spot in this series, going back home to St. Louis. Unbelievable. It's that. huge. Best of five now, heading back to St. Louis. I, I have to say, boys, uh, it feels like this is it. I think we're going to see Lord Stanley parade down market. It feels like it is going to happen. The Blues needed to win that game last night, and they just came out with their hair on fire during the overtime. And yeah. They just absolutely dominated the first four or four and a half minutes of overtime, just had their way with the Bruins. And, uh, and it, that was not only one of the coolest moments in, in, in probably St. Louis sports history, but uh, one of the most dramatic, certainly, uh, was a delayed penalty. Uh, so the Blues are going to be on the attack, and for them to be able to take advantage and get that extra man on the ice, that was a huge, huge win for the Blues and that organization. They needed that monkey off their back. They needed to know that they can hang with the Bruins, and they needed to remind the Bruins that they are a pretty damn good hockey team themselves. And that's what you heard from the Bruins players last night. Uh, they all were commenting on how tough this Blues team is, how they knew even when they went up 1-0 early in the first period that they were going to get the best shot from the Blues the rest of the way. And the Blues did just that, like they've shown all year. They're a resilient team. They they you know they fell behind twice. Uh, they weren't unfazed. And, and I don't think we're saying enough even about that Vladimir Tarasenko goal. That goal on a putback mm -hmm. had to be one of the most difficult goals I've seen in any postseason setting. Uh, that was huge. Um, and then, of course, I think also one cool thing about last night was watching the video feeds from Enterprise Center. Like, that place was jumping last night. That was insane. And I think that's probably one of the best ideas the Blues has ever had for these uh, playoffs is being able to open up the arena and invite fans to come in who probably won't be able to afford tickets to the Stanley Cup final. I think the final five minutes of the third period, it was hard to take a breath. Just because it wasn't just the Blues, it was the Bruins as well. And what both Tuka Rask and Jordan Bennington did in goal, it was it really was breathtaking to watch those final five minutes and just you were on, on edge the entire time. Then I watched, as I'm watching the, the beginning of that overtime, and just watching the Blues blanket the Bruins and forecheck and stay in that zone, and I'm, all I'm thinking is they better score here because yeah. this, is a, yeah. this is a rather large effort they're putting out there. And I'm like, if you don't get something here, I don't know if it like, hits you mentally for a second. Oh, we gave them all we got or you know, whatever it was. Just because they right. were doing so well and you, des you deserved at that point. You don't get what you deserve all the time, but you deserved to get a goal. And they, and they did. And now the Blues in Stanley Cup final history are 1-13. How about that? And and I think and you needed that win obviously to to stay in the series, but mainly, I, I I truly believe the the attitude of the Bruins 
Um, I think they respected the Blues, but they weren't afraid of the Blues. I think last night the Blues made it very clear that they are going to be on that ass this entire series. Like, mm-hmm. they are not going to mm-hmm. just let the Bruins push him around. Marshawn, you know, that's his thing. He was japping back and forth with uh, Patty Maroon, and that's to be expected. That's what that guy is. He's basically the Draymond Green of the NHL, and he gets the Bruins go. But he he's one of those guys that if you let him, he'll get inside the psyche of your hockey team and yeah. just – take you out of your game and I was happy to see that the Blues were able to respond and I think that was necessary to remind the Bruins that hey this isn't going to be a cakewalk we're not Carolina you're not going to sweep us you're not going to be you're not going to walk through us and now they know they have to go on a road in a hostile environment to play two very tough games against a very very good Blues team and uh, on that Gunnarsson goal when you heard uh, Doc there on the call on NBC Sports Network uh, mentioned that Gunnarsson hit he was the one who hit the post within that mm-hmm. final five-minute portion of the third period, where it's just, I remember watching that one line up, and I kind of leaned forward on the couch, and Jess, is, Jess was, like, on her <laughs> phone looking at recipes, and she, like, I saw out of the corner of my eye that it, the fact that I moved brought her up, and then it hits the post, and I just sunk back into the couch, and it was like, what? And she goes, well, that was close. And I go, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it the post. You heard it in the post. What kind of recipes was she looking at? Ah, uh, something pasta-wise. Mm. I don't. Rigatoni. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe she likes the rigatoni. Um, but so Gunnarsson gets a, a little bit of a redemption there. You know, gets another shot at it. And uh, the Blues have been putting out these videos on their Twitter feed. I don't. Uh, I only see it on Twitter. Maybe it's on other social medias as well. But um, just of some post-game stuff that happens during the uh, during the Stanley Cup Finals. And I was going to play a little bit of a portion from one they put out last night for you, gentlemen, just so you can hear this here. Tomorrow when we get there, we'll, we'll give you times for uh, the next day to come into practice. We'll get home, enjoy our families for the day. Got a quick story here. After the uh, regulation, I'm in there taking a piss after when you guys were uh, talking to you. You guys are going there and take a leak. Gunny comes up, sitting beside me having a leak. All I need is one more chance. <laughs> the way they say his name I know. <laughs> that is Billy funny Madison. that's hilarious <laughs> yeah i love that i love that that is funny that's hilarious i will say about this team and and again i think a lot of people have said this certainly around the st louis area um something about this team just felt different and going through what that team went through at the beginning of the year you lose your head coach you play just really miserable hockey to the point where you know you know, Army was thinking about completely just blowing up the entire team during before the trade deadline. And now to see them, of course, on this run, this truly is a resilient bunch, but they're also a bunch of guys who look like they really do like playing for each other. And I know we have all the corny cliches about what it takes to win championships, but you kind of, you really do need that. You need guys who have each other's backs, guys who truly like being around each other, 
who truly respect what they bring to the table. And uh, Craig Berube has a lot to say with that because he he's made it the point that there's just not one guy. So a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko, who's just played his mind, he's playing out his mind. I think he has eight points in the last eight straight games. Um, he's just it takes pressure off guys like that who you expect to be the front and center of this team when you have guys like Gunnarsson and guys like Dunn, who, of course, was hurt. But you have other guys on this team that have been able to step up in big moments for this team, and it takes that pressure off. And, and it's really cool to see a team actually like playing for each other, especially considering where this team was six months ago. And it makes them likable, too, especially for a, a fan base that has been waiting so long for a Stanley Cup. The first one, you would like the team to be a likable group, would you? I mean, because no. you're you're going to be celebrated for quite a while, so you would like them to like them to be likable, and that seems to be the case here. I mean, and you have certain elements involved that make that formula possible. Number one, you have a you know you have a rookie goaltender that has come out of nowhere, and the, that Kurt Warner comparison has been made, so that's going to endear itself to St. Louis fans in general. Uh, number two, you have a star. You mentioned Tarasenko, as Tommy says, Tarasenko. Tarasenko. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tarasenko. Uh, so you have a score, one of the better scores, one of the best scores in the NHL on that team, and also you have a St. Louis native in Pat Maroon. So there's three mm -hmm. elements right there that, as a fan, you can gravitate towards this team. And then there's also the story of where they were in early January and what they've elevated themselves to. So that's why why there's, a, I think, you know, the feeling that's a little bit different, but also a feeling of, hey, if this is the group that does it, there are elements there that make this, you know, this first team that could possibly do it, you know, just that legacy is going to linger for a long, long time. And being a likable bunch is part of that, I think. Certainly is. Oh. Uh, in other news, with the Blues and the NHL, they've announced that uh, the great Gary Clark Jr. is going to play outside of uh yeah. of the trade and uh it's gonna be a street show i was at a little prize now at the prize yeah, yeah. I, I get those mixed up uh at the enterprise center uh gary clark jr great artist amazing blues guitarist amazing just uh performer in general uh i was thinking oh wow i saw he was coming to the fox later uh but that's not for a while so he's coming in uh on monday with a yeah. viewing party to follow but they're also having Kennedy Holmes from, uh, is it The Voice or America's Got Talent? That Kennedy Holmes was the on. The Voice. Know? The Voice. Um, so she's going to perform. And then they're also going to do, ahead uh, of game three, the world's largest Gloria sing-along. They're not doing that They're anymore. not doing it they anymore. They canceled it. Why did they cancel it? I because they were having blowback. Uh, they canceled it last night, like oh, hours after they announced it. That's disappointing. Because Why? they were having blowback. Uh, fans were a little being a little superstitious, like we shouldn't be singing this before a game. It should only be done. No, I'm fine with that. I'm fine so, with that. Yeah, but Kennedy Holmes, that makes man, sense. that's a big opportunity for her. Uh, do, you can do it after the game. Okay, all right. That's... After we win the game, am I right? That's yeah. right, Tommy. You're correct. That, I'm okay with that. I think that's fair. I think you, you can't start, you know, mixing things up. If this has been the tradition all season long, look, I'm a Johnny come lately. I'm a bandwagoner. I still know the rules, and – if, if the people who have been entrenched in the tradition all season long says no to the song being played before a game, yeah. then we should listen to the traditionalists in this particular case. So I'm game for that. Now, Tommy, Tommy sports fan over here, Tommy That's Pebbles. Right. That's right. Um, Tommy P. You were, Tommy Pebbles. You were watching the game last night. 
Yes, I did. You were watching with who again? My grandfather. How did he react to the overtime? He was winner? super happy. He yeah. was like, ah, son of a gun. They actually did it. Ha, ha, ha. He was excited. He was, re- he was very excited. Now, how did you that's react? That's pretty dope. Uh-huh, that's awesome. That's what you did? Excuse like, me? Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Awesome. All right, so, okay, okay, so Tommy. I was that, genuinely uh, excited. But I was like, ah, let's, let's, let's reenact this. Please. All right. The goal gets made. Okay. All right, you're my grandpa. Oh, son of a gun, ah, they did awesome. it. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> and then that's it? That's it? We're, we're not very emotional people, us Muslims. Then, mm. then what, like, did you did you go get him a beer or something? No, or he what? doesn't did you, did you jump up? Did you wave a we, towel? Well, I just, I, we were eating Captain D's on the couch. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he has replaced Travis. Okay, first off, you're Tommy, like Travis. That's that's the yeah, funniest man. thing you've said on this show <laughs> since you started. <laughs> if you don't write this into your stand-up routine, <laughs> you are slacking. You're gonna be a disappointer, disappointment to me as a writer. Okay, what? Write so... that into your stand-up. So uh, we were <laughs> right. Now. Write that down, Captain no. D's bit. Eating no. Captain D's. <laughs> That is hilarious. What were you guys like? What did you guys so, like? <laughs> just fish. Was the lights off? Got... Were the lights yeah. off? <laughs> so y'all sitting we in the only, dark. We only had one lamp on. NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Right. Finally of... eating Captain D's. Grunting at each other. I hate to say it. Hey, uh, hey, boy, you going to finish that hush puppy? I hate to say it, but that's kind of what it was. We had one lamp on. We were sitting oh. in the living room. They were on a trip. They got back last <laughs> night. I got back after my show last night, and he was watching the game. He had only been home like 20 minutes before me, so I was eating the leftovers, and he was eating some of his, and we were sitting there and watching it. And He makes the goal, and I was like, ah, it's awesome. And he's like, oh, they actually did it. And then we talked for like 20 minutes about how when uh, they first started the – when they added the six teams – how the Blues went to the Stanley Cup three years in a row. Uh-huh. And the last time they played the Bruins, they got completely swept. Yeah. And so that's why he was so excited about this one specifically, because this is the first time he's seen it and not get swept. Is Grandpa a big sports fan? He, he is, yes. Billy yeah. Fat Pants wants to know uh, if, <laughs> if, uh, if, if the reason Tommy's drinking a Gatorade is because he's now really into sports. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Not at all. No, like my grandpa has a... Uh, Cardinals bobblehead collection. Okay. With my dad, it's in our, uh, the tax Who office. Who Which relative did he steal that from? Yeah. Is Grandma gonna uh, try and sell that? Yeah. No. 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 She's not. That would be only fair. I mean, <laughs> think about it. That would be only fair. All right. So they got like a. She's been uh, plotting the whole time. They got a baseball collection <laughs> they they have together. Chris, too. Chris, you should start selling his shit. I I form an alliance with Grandma. I form an alliance with Grandma. I'm like, hey, hey, you see that Tony Pena bobblehead? You're not ever gonna meet my grandma, Chris. Mm, 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 mm. Travis, I don't know, man. Mm. I don't know, man. But yeah, uh, we were just eating. I'm good with the mamas and grandmamas. (laughs) Travis, stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You dance. You've been dancing with the devil the whole time. Now you got to deal with the, what the devil. Brings. I can put the devil in check. Hello, Tommy's grandmother. Uh-oh. How you doing, baby girl? Oh no. I hope everything is doing just fine. I heard you got some bobbleheads. You're trying to sell. She's probably asleep. Your boy. 
Uh-huh. Or crdemon at gmail. No, no, not that one. <laughs> That's Son not. We bitch. don't give that one out. Damn it! So I've been able to hold sorry, on to that. Since, oh. Hey, what's Travis's email? He doesn't have one to respond to it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Go message him on Facebook at Travis Terrell. And hard to find. Yeah, that's not gonna uh, not gonna get you a response either. But no, we were just eat, we were eating Captain D's and oh, uh, watching the end of the game. And... Chris, he's eating Captain D's. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you got to eat Captain D's on Saturday now. <laughs> Why? Because it's good luck. Yeah, okay. that's fair. Yep, I, I have yep. both games. I actually watched. They won. So maybe I just need to watch the game while eating Captain D's. Nah, that's a request. I'll uh, eat fish-type things. Fish-type things. Yeah, like shrimp. <laughs> get it from Captain D's. I'll get it from Fuzzy's Tacos. Not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is right next to... Never mind, I can't plug my show, can I? I don't care what you do. It's just You just do whatever you want. I just sit here, we get through the two hours, and we call it a day, and I go work in the other room. That's my existence. So, yeah, there we have it. Uh, inspiring Chris. Yep. That's what we do. So inspiring. Yep. You want a donut? Speaking of, ins- I would love a donut. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of inspiring, no, I'm not. Thank you, Tom. Uh, yeah, speaking of inspiring, donut, you know who inspires me? Entrepreneurs like who inspires Pet, you, pet Once St. Louis West. That's right. Your pet, they need fresh, local, delivered food. That's right. Pet Once St. Louis West. They're huge, huge blues fans. So much so, if you type in the promo code Play Gloria at checkout you will receive a discount. Check out PetOnceStLouisWest.com. I'm going to put the uh, link in the comments of the video right now, uh, the, the video stream. You can check out the website. You can say hello to Lynette. They'll deliver fresh, great food to your pets all around the St. Louis area. That's PetOnceStLouisWest, here for you and yours today. Uh, Travis, any other thoughts on uh, upcoming games, celebration, anything you want to take a leak on for St. Louis enjoying itself? <laughs> Damn, man, I was I was happy for St. Louis winning last night. I'm happy for my city when good things happen. I've always supported the St. Louis region. I am a huge supporter of the place I was born and raised. I, I just want to see more from it, and I hope that this inspires people to spend more of their hard-earned dollars in the St. Louis city region. Uh, we don't have to get into it too much, but I will say along traditions, uh, the great Jeff Jones at JM Jones on Twitter wrote a column yesterday for St. Louis Game Time, uh, I guess uh, just voicing his opinion on Barstool Sports teaming up with the Boston Bruins for a promotional towel giveaway. Jeff gave his opinion, cited some things, but it turned into a national trending story. So I will suggest uh, uh, Jeff... He picks a fight with Barstool every game day that the Blues have going on. Jeff ended up on a Barstool radio show. Whether you agree with the content, whatever you went after or anything, I, th- I just think if we're just looking at this as a whole, Travis, would you agree that Jeff is now has to pick a fight with the Boston media entity uh, every game day? Has to. It's tradition. I think if one, if one thing, Jeff Jones is consistent, and I think – He's been consistent with his come to Barstool in general as far as what they represent, some of the content they push out, and their very documented history of having issues with female employees. I think if we know the Jeff Jones that we know, he's been very consistent on calling out everyone, especially a Barstool, and for a NHL team like the Bruins to team up with Barstool. I think he 
He asked fair questions. He asked certain questions. Uh, why would the Boston Bruins decide to team up with an entity like Barstool that does have a long documented history of abuse towards female employees? And I think if the Bruins are going to align themselves with somebody like Barstool, the least they can do is answer that question. So <clears throat> credit to Jeff Jones for calling it out, because as soon as something happened, and we've seen it on the other end, Chris, if St. Louis, if the Cardinals or even the Blues were to team up they with are. a group that liberals exactly. would consider problematic or any group would consider problematic, St. Louis would get dumped on by every major media outlet in the country about St. Louis Blues or the Cardinals Alliance to a problematic organization. So why should Boston, the Bruins, get a pass when it comes to Barstool? So I think he asked fair questions. Oh, and I, I support Jeff uh, doing what he's going to do, whether it's uh, you know it's something I would choose to do or not. But you would, I will say the Blues have a sandwich named after a Barstool employee's um, pet. And then the Barstool show is doing a live show at Ballpark Village. And then I think the Blues uh, have something else going on too. So it's I think it's kind of the NHL as a whole. Like it makes sense as they're some sort of entity and that makes sense. So Absolutely. And if the Ballpark Village and St. Louis wants to team up, I think those are the same type of questions I expect them to answer as well. Look, it, it, you can't pick and choose when you want people to abide by the standard. And if we're saying that we care about female employees, we care about female listenership and female consumers, then you have to answer the question as to why you would team up with an entity like Barstool, which has a documented history of treating women like shit and literally going out of their way to be antagonistic towards women on social media. So I think these are fair questions to ask these entities. And I hope Ballpark Village gets the same amount of same amount of questions. I I'm don't happy know, that uh, everyone's having a good time, and I think that's great, and I'm happy that everyone's celebrating, but it is a real question. Why are why is the NHL, why is Ballpark Village, why are the Boston Bruins teaming up with Barstool when they have a history of abuse towards female reporters and females who want to have worked with Barstool? Do you, I, I genuinely don't, like, I used to, whenever Gaines would kind of, because he's a fan, right? Gaines is a fan of Barstool, our, our old producer. I buddy. think he's a fan of PFT commenter, not necessarily the Barstool brand. Yeah, and, and Gaines is obviously a friend, and Jeff's a friend also. But um, I I think I'm on Gardner's team with this. I truly don't know yeah, these I'm kind incidents of, that I'm you're kind talking of, about. I'm kind of ignorant is the problem, yeah, Travis. I've um, never been. And the only reason being is... Uh, and I don't know why, but Barstool's content is not something that I've ever gravitated towards or ever sought out or right. ever I, – I don't Same. go there. It's, yeah. it's, so it's just not like if Barstool went away, it would not impact me in any way. Like It would not impact – like right. if I lost the ringer, mm -hmm. that would be an issue for me. Like I love the ringer. Right. Uh, Barstool is not that for me. And that's not – I'm not – Trying to say, I, I just don't know. It's, That's on it's, my thing too. Not, I'm not, not doing thing, the. I'm I not guess. doing the. Travis, where's your evidence? I'm not doing yeah. that. I I truly don't know now, the issues. Yeah, I've seen the headlines in that, but like Barstool's content is so not for me or not something that I look for that right. I don't even bother to read the stories. The, the, the one story I've read on them that is that I can see that there's documented evidence had nothing to do with women or anything like that, but it's it's more along the lines of. Um, Thievery. Yeah, content still. Content theft yeah. is a huge And that's, thing. that is, it was so obvious that they were, they deleted. Yes. And I'm, 
I think I'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing, or not paraphrasing, but ballparking here, like 70,000 tweets or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, some, they yeah. had to completely clean my, some stuff. My only thing was, um, they, what was it? That, oh, the 30 seconds or so I clicked just because I was like, what the hell? Jeff's all over national Twitter. It was just something like, what's going on? Um, I clicked it, and again, I'm, I'm all for doing your own thing, but it was this weird thing that just wouldn't turn me on. It was a like, uh, it was just really obnoxious, yeah. just kind of what. And again, well, it's too, like, a noise a, and Tommy, ass. Tommy, Tommy boys obnoxious. That's a great movie, but you know, but he, he's his brand is noise being an ass, ass he, he, right? Right, and that okay. and that's the thing. That's I mean, that's one of my biggest problems with the entity is not necessarily how they go about uncovering content. Is that when you guys are called out on the content that you distribute, you turn into uber privilege elitist bostonian frat boys and so that's what portnoy was doing last night so instead of talking about the content instead of talking about the history of barstool instead of talking about their apparent relationship with the nhl and the boston bruins he decided to attack jeff personally and talk about a personal situation with jeff that's to me that just shows shows me who you are as a person that when you are getting called out the thing that you do is go and try to hurt that person by digging up something incredibly personal that they endured when they were going through whatever they were going through in their lives. So instead of you know being the CEO and saying, look, we have had stories in the past where we're not proud of, we're doing our best to change the culture here. The thing that Portnoy does is, well, what about the bank robbery? I think the, if that's the way you're going to react when you are called out on your content and strictly mm-hmm. your content, that lets me know the kind of person that you are. And if you're that kind of person, then I absolutely believe that's the culture that you promote at your company. And we and, and let's say this, too. Uh, I think we'd be remiss not to listen to that segment where Jeff was on there, too. I just saw some. Again, we're operating from a pretty ignorant standpoint to the entire thing. But... When you have all these stories out there, all those things, you can kind of get a smell of at least how things went or something, right? Like, I, I haven't heard the segment. I actually do want to kind of listen to it to see what it was. Yeah, and I don't think I'll listen to it this I know Jeff yeah. was on a WEEI this morning, too. Oh, boy. Is that a Boston yeah. 101 equivalent? Yeah. There's wow. like there's Those are the guys who yeah. the WEEI guys are. They're, they're a story within wicked, themselves. So I hope Jeff smart. was able to... Yeah. I, and I think what happens, and we've said this before on this show, is that with the success of the New England teams, the radio and media personalities take on the same confidence and ego of those teams. <laughs> so the Patriots are winning, the Red Sox are winning, the Bruins are winning. And so those guys feel like they're winning. So they think they're in the locker room and they think they're responsible for all of New England's success. And because they're on top of the sports world, they, they behave like it. And I, those personalities are just so is... toxic and so it's so unoriginal. It's very Howard Stern, mid eighties. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. I think if the thing that bothers me about those entities, a lot of these sports talk podcasts and things like Barstool is that not only is it not original, but it, it, it's the, it's the frat bra approach to sports that's how i've always it's like uh yeah it, they, it's just they work with legitimate people by the way, too. that's where things get confusing well, they will I, have legit like folks. i said i think it's and i think that's because i think guys like pft commenter 
those guys who have been on the record kind of distancing themselves from Barstool. Yeah. Uh, because of that, I think they also recognize that they have a, an audience that's very, like well, I said, Long let's bring in there. Natty Lights. Right, Chris Long does things. But he does, like I said, a lot of stuff with PFT Commenter. He doesn't right. necessarily do a ton directly with Barstool. But, so that's kind of a finicky. Same yeah. goes, I think, with Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee... Yeah, he's he, more and more than all these the guys are camp, one but million also... percent. But I, you could have a different perception. But those guys, I don't even know Barstool, and I know they are Barstool. And you mentioned Travis. Travis, yeah, you mentioned there too, Barstool, and it, it kind of ties into another conversation we were having. But you mentioned the Boston sports fan and the identity of the radio personalities now. How that is in terms of sports radio, and that. Well, let's talk. Uh, we were talking about St. Louis identity. It's our fair file today. And that's mm. that's something that's always. I've wondered is like, how does it get to a point to where your identity is so wrapped up in that, that the winning and losing of a franchise tells you whether or not you're a successful city or not. Yeah. When you, when you sit back and unpeel that and it's think easy, about it's it, it's easy branding. Yeah. It's branding. But then you're like, how fucking dumb are we? <laughs> Right. How, how and is I that, think that's why. Like, 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 and I, I completely agree, Gardner. You, you, you've taken the argument straight from my brain. I, I'm the same way. And, and I kind of think that's was the, the, the emphasis of my argument is that I, I, I'm so happy that we can have an organization like the St. Louis Cardinals in St. Louis. And mm -hmm. it's great that we have something that we as a city can galvanize around. I think, though, the reason why I would want St. Louis to be very cautious about that embrace yeah. is what we saw, of course, four years ago with the Rams. So when you begin to wrap your identity and then ultimately your economy around something so yeah. fickle, you're it's, setting yourself up for disappointment. Like, and I, so I, I really it's, I want people to start to pull back some of those reins when it comes to attaching the city's identity and happiness yeah. to the success of sporting franchises. Well, you really like, have to be careful there. It's like, oh, the Cardinals won the World Series in 2011. Oh, we're the best. Yeah, look at us here, right here in St. Louis. City budget's fixed. Right. Oh, really? No, well, no, 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 no. That's why. No, no. Exactly. Like, oh, there's nothing else to do now. We got to wait for baseball. We just sit here in the winter. Exactly. No, go out and do something. You can still, yeah, it's just. Exactly. I don't under, like, I, you, Chris is exactly right. It's branding. They've done, the Cardinals have done it well since the DeWitts took over the organization. Definitely. Because I mentioned back, yesterday, back what, what, by what some hundred years of success. Yeah, but attendance, uh, attendance, it can is, ebb and flow. Will definitely be fit. I mean, look, I mean, especially it, in the nineties for the for the Cardinals, early nineties, all of the seventies, all of mm -hmm. the seventies. I mean, and we we assume success breeds attendance. The Rays are a game out of first place. Two days ago, their announced attendance at a game was five thousand six hundred something. That's the, the Tampa Bay. So that's not necessarily true either. There'll, there'll be exceptions to, to rules, and maybe the Tampa Bay Rays are that. They're not doing so much branding, maybe. But I just felt like, yeah, you'll, you'll get emotional with a team in that, but to, to completely wrap yourself, whether or not you're a success or failure as a city or as a, you know, as a person, like, don't walk there. I'm just telling you not to do that. To it's your, not worth it. To your point, I'll never forget being in – south florida miami like south beach south beach and a buddy big mike and i walk in and we're talking to some cool guy bartender or something wherever we're at at the clevelander you know the famous place mm -hmm. right and uh 
he's like, so where are you guys in from? We're two idiot 21-year-olds, you know, and we're just like, St. Louis, you know, instead of saying Columbia, Missouri. And, uh, and he's like, oh, is that by Detroit? And uh, we're like, no, no, it's quite a ways from there. He's like, well, what is it? And we're like, oh, it's a baseball town. And the guy goes, oh, there you go. <laughs> and moves on about his day. That's, that's my point to, I guess, Travis. It kind of backs up and argues your point. The ma- most of the population does not care about sports. Like, when are we talking sheer numbers? Yeah. The percentages do not work out in sports' favor. Also, there are other things happening. It's also dangerous for to get us to get just opinions, too, on, on social media. Oh, and it's so easy and to do that. Because of so what the easy. numbers are there, too. I mean, it's... Still a very small percentage of Yeah, we have to... And, you know, we'll all get... I'll make the mistake, too, and do that from time to time, but you have to just... You just have to keep that in the back of your mind when you're formulating at least credible thoughts, mm-hmm. I think. Gardner, do you need a menthol break? Uh, yes. Okay. Look at it. He thought, he goes, this bastard's going to try and push through and just do the two hours. I'll mm-hmm. kill myself if this mm-hmm. happens. Uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we gotta, we got to thank uh, all of you for tuning in. Come tonight. This is a big show. Our friend TK Kelly headlining it. He writes for Tosh.0. He's coming in. Going to have a blast. And we gave you a killer lineup to open it I, why is this a why is this a stare away travis why is he doing this? is he frozen now nope. oh nope he's there he was looking uh, at the other person in the background yeah right uh, that's what i'm thinking uh come out it's free comedy thursday southtown pub enjoy that with us it's gonna be a blast and uh, we'll take a quick break here in midcoast studio check out midcoast.media for more information